Welcome everybody to the newest installment of the Real Shit Roundtable and once again I am your host Nolo Calione and today I got a very motherfucking special guest with me, my cousin, my loved one, my bohannon, my nigga, Mr. Mo Money, and Mr. G.J. G.J. Mo Money. What's happening with y'all niggas, man? Man, same old, same old. What's going on with you, cousin? Shit chilling. You know how we do, man. Y'all niggas, uh, y'all niggas just had Halloween and all the shit through the COVID. How y'all feel about that? Oh, man. I think Halloween for us pretty much existed in the house, bro. Yeah. We just, yep. you know, kept the kids in the house and... Yep. Gave them their little candy treats and watched the gang of Friday the 13th and Nightmare on Elm Street. Mm. <laughs> that was about a night for us. So, so you, you did it kind of out. <coughs> like, we grew up on Nightmare on Elm Street and Friday the 13th and shit like that. Like, oh, hell yeah. In the spirit of Halloween, you gotta have some scary shit. We couldn't. We couldn't go out trick or treating this year. That's this fucked the, up. This the first year, like we couldn't, we couldn't go out trick or treating. It's like, like what you do? Oh, I just chill with the family all day. Chill with my nieces, watch them. Chill with Big Bro, and just chill out. Yeah, yeah. It was a pretty smooth Halloween this year, man. I didn't have to worry about buying a thousand costumes. I'll tell you that. Oh yeah. Hey. <laughs> Congrats to that, man. <laughs> for, for, for real. real. Blessing and the curse at the same damn time. Right. Shit. I hear you, man. I hear you. The motherfucking thing one through thing 11. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't lying. You ain't lying. Shit. Yeah. Well, I want to thank y'all for being a part of this show. I want to oh, yeah, thank definitely. y'all for taking time out to come and do this with us. Oh, nigga. man, shit. If I was in town, you know I was going to stop through. Shit. I ain't oh, got no tough. choice. Oh, top man. See, and I, I done to all of my listeners that been following me from the first episode to this episode. You know, I don't do no interviews with people I don't know. But this person right here, man, he's special than the motherfucker because this is my bloodline. This is where we come from. This is my real life cousin, nigga. His mama, my auntie, my daddy, his uncle. Like. They used to threaten them with <laughs> Uncle Vincent. Like, I'm going to tell Uncle Vincent. That's nigga, my daddy. Like, daddy hella mean. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Vincent, you mean the motherfucking nigga. Man. And that's how I, like, I couldn't even go spend a night. And the motherfucker be like, man, you could do something wrong. Be like, I'm telling him, I'm like, damn, I can't go nowhere, bro. It's like, you know what I'm saying? I'm in trouble anywhere I go at. Hey, man, it was like that when we was kids, too, though, man. Like, it didn't matter what the fuck we did. We was in trouble. <laughs> Yeah, for real. Get the fuck out that backyard. Anything. Where the hell we gonna go play? Go in the front. Nigga, go in the front. Get the fuck out that street. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck we supposed to do? But man, that's right. Been, that's been exactly. A part of, uh, real 80s baggy, though, you know? Real 80s baggy. You know? I mean, you know, shit. You know, real 80s babies, you know? Yeah, I'm a, but I'm it, a 90s baby, so it's a story. It's, it's, it's our, our shit. Our shit was. Our shit was close knit, like. The family we come from is not the average family. For sure. You feel me? Yeah. It's not the average family, man. Like we close knit, we tight. You know what I'm saying? Like 
everybody was allowed to whoop everybody kids. Right. It wasn't no and explanation then, or nothing, but he was fucking up. And then, <laughs> and then when they take you to your mama, and then you your, your mama probably, the you oh, get your man. ass whooped again. Like you got extra ass whoopings in our family. Yeah. Like you feel me? Yeah. Man. I remember this one occasion. Mine's called your pops over. Right? Yo, it's a spider. She called your pops over, and uh, me and T acting out of where we stand in Brookfield at the time and shit. And uh, my mama had went to Reno and brought your daddy and granny back this fucking bull whip. And they used to threaten the shit out of us with it. And he came over there with that motherfucker in his hand, I guess just, you know, trying to put fear or whatever. I got whip with that motherfucker. We seen that nigga getting out the car with that whip. Yeah, we was hella mad. But, you know, he came in, tried to bend a nigga over the stools. Probably gave us a couple taps with the belt or some shit like that, or moms did. I can't remember exactly which one gave us the whooping. But man, Uncle Vincent was like fucking Jason in the family or some shit. Like, he was, though. Like, nigga, Freddy and somebody. Nigga, nigga. Every time I spend a night at somebody's house, it's like, man, I'm finna call your daddy. I'm finna call Uncle man. Vincent. I'm like, damn. Oh, that nigga was like the candy man, bro. I remember one time. I remember one time. I don't know if you remember this or not, but... They was having a party at the house, at, at, at Granny House on 82nd, right? Yeah. And I don't remember what the party was for, if it was a holiday, if it was somebody's birthday, Auntie Stephanie, Auntie, Auntie Spider, Auntie Valerie, whoever. I don't know, but everybody was there, right? Uh -huh. So, remember them uh, Night Rider? Big Wheels. Yeah. The big wheels, yeah. Yeah, we had a night rider. Handbrake on the side. It was a night rider. <laughs> it was a night rider yeah. big wheel in the backyard. They told all us go outside and play. So we is outside playing, but we couldn't. We could. It was like uh, we can go from Scotty house to to uh, Chalos in them house, mm -hmm. and that was basically the two houses beside this house. That's a four. So that was we, the perimeter. Yeah, oh, okay. that's we as far as we that. We could go to A Street. We couldn't go to D Street. None of the shit. Have we couldn't go past the palm tree. Nah. Uh. You, if you look at the palm tree, you fuck around and get your ass whooped. You feel me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Them things was all over there telling dopey shit. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It so was like it was shit. If going. we even glanced over there, what the fuck you looking at? You oh. feel me? Like y'all niggas trying to be on some bullshit just yeah. by looking over there type shit. So. They having a party. They told her to go outside and play. So that was our perimeter. So we out there. We got bored with the shit that we were doing. So we went in the backyard and we took the Knight Rider Big Wheel out the backyard. Oh, man. And now we riding up and down the street taking turns on the Big Wheel. They came outside. I forgot who it was. I think it might be Nisi too. I think I can't say for sure, but I think it might be Nisi. She was like, ooh, and went back in the house and told them <laughs> niggas. Oh my goodness. That we was on the big wheel in the front yard. Now and mind then, you though, we come from a family where it's not a lot of males. It's predominantly females. Mostly females. Mostly okay, so females. Like as yeah. soon as they see us boys fucking up, they quit. Our girl cousins and shit, they telling us instantly. Man, many out there doing this. Maurice out there doing that. Cherry they, doing this. He ain't doing that. Mike, like, what the fuck? We can't even fucking do nothing. Do nothing. Yeah. We could uh, like they instantly boys, tell him. 
as boys, we had to protect them and shit, but it was like we couldn't do shit. And that was that was another rule. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, we 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 we'll get to that part later. Cause as boys, like it was instilled in us to protect them, or we supposed to, you know what I mean? Yeah, be die trying shit. Right. We we'll get to that <laughs> part later. Days, nigga, don't come in this house talking about you ran. Oh, Is yeah. that, oh shit, nigga. Oh, the elders again. Oh, you want the elders? Fuck man. the hell. The yeah. whole entire fucking family. What oh, is yeah, you talking yeah. about? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have one nigga to answer yeah. to. You had to answer to everybody. Oh, yeah, nigga. Yeah. But but going back to the story, like so pops came outside and seen us with it. Who told y'all to bring that out here? Woo woo. Oh no, we was just playing like we kids. We little ass kids. Yeah. No, take that back in the backyard. Y'all go line up. Downstairs by my room. Now, when pops tell you, <laughs> oh my when goodness. pops tell you go downstairs, line up. It's an ass whooping off. Go in the room, anything down that motherfucker. You don't want to be downstairs. It's <laughs> <laughs> no negotiation yeah. process. No, you're not gonna get interviewed to walking see what show side that of like the walking story. Into a dungeon. Oh nigga. My just the whole setting is fucking scary. Here's a kid, nigga. Like, what the fuck? We it's lined a up right here. This empty as shit, nigga. We lined up. We we in a dark we in a single we in a single foul line. Oh my god. We in a single foul line. Mo, Terry, Faith, Angie, Danny, Janelle, me, Henry, Demarco, Demario, just the Eric. Band, period. We we lined up. Outside my dad's room, downstairs, waiting on him to come down to whoop our ass. He took us in twos, nigga. He took us in twos. And while you standing in line, you can hear the niggas in the room just ah, woo, ah, ah. niggas in there getting their ass beat. So you know. <laughs> when your turn come up. <laughs> what you gonna do? <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, shit, we ran from a couple times every shit, man. Like, fuck that shit. You know, as we got older, you feel me? Like, it was like shit, fuck this shit. Are like, you gonna stick around for the ass No, I ain't sticking around for the ass Come on, let's speak on the back. We finna bounce. <laughs> we out of here, bro. Fuck that shit, man. You know, I, for me, I had to come home. So, eventually, I was gonna catch that ass whooping. You feel me? But that shit. Thinking back on it, like, man, that shit was so much love. And it was hella fun because we did what we was going to do. Regardless. Yeah. Like like uh, Auntie Auntie Valerie when, when she married uh, when she married Charles. And then they got us all these rental. The mailman. Yeah. They got <laughs> us these rental tuxedos. Nice. <laughs> no, no, it, it wasn't. It no. wasn't nice? No, because it was supposed to be nice, but they told us don't get that shit dirty. We told oh. them things. Damn. God oh. damn. Like, we in the front yard playing tackle football. Grabbing each other by the tails and shit in the suit. Niggas are getting thrown in bushes and shit. Alright, <laughs> 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 niggas. Well, nobody think about them motherfucking tuxedos. I'm gonna fuck with you, pants. Came shit. back and them motherfuckers was tattered and stained up. Man, them motherfuckers were mad. Them motherfuckers. 
Man, nigga, I know they didn't get their money back for them shit. <laughs> All our shit was fucked up. <laughs> we had a ball, but they was all doing they grown people shit. Yeah. And I remember like when when Auntie I mean, Valerie was getting. Mind you, this is after the ceremony, so yeah, yeah, before the ceremony, so the no, wedding, the wedding not... actually turned out okay. Yeah, the wedding was cool. The wedding, the wedding turned out okay. He but exactly right. He exactly right. After that motherfucking way. We was just in the front yard in the west and it was they grass. They wanted to take pictures and shit. Yeah, motherfuckers look all nice and shit, but yeah. man, that shit wasn't happening. We was kids, bro. Yeah. yeah. Like, we doing kids shit. Just think they, back then, like shit, the cartoons we watch, fucking like Dennis the Menace, shit like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I mean, late for my time. Like, you know what I'm saying? Shit. Nobody and plus, we we had our we had our own shit going on too, to where like man, like what like see we come from an era where kids uh, go outside, yeah, and we will find shit to do. There we go. We used to ask Kai go outside. Kids nowadays like they want to stay in the house. Hell yeah, shit. The strongest thing on the kid body nowadays be their damn thumbs. Most man, definitely. like back then, shit, we shit, we couldn't wait to get outside. Actually, tell you the man. truth, but because it wasn't we no internet, it wasn't no internet, Chicago it wasn't no fucking real computers like that. You know what I mean? At least not around our house, shit. We used to go outside, play football, baseball, basketball, soccer, shit, kickball, kickball. Yeah, fucking. You know what I'm saying? Whatever we could do. Climb trees. If this nigga next door had a plum tree. Let's put it this way. All the sports and leisure activities that he just mentioned mm-hmm. were daytime activities. Yeah. Doorbell yeah. ditch and how and go get it and all that shit yeah. came at nighttime. Yeah. Oh, okay. oh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. With the right. neighbor's kids. Yeah. Who, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Because, yeah, yeah. oh, she a girl, she a girl, she a girl. Like, you know what hey, I'm shit, saying? Nigga, don't even try to act like you ain't dry him because of the two, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he said it, not me, but I'm not denying it. <laughs> Moving on. You did it, nigga. I did it. But anyway. Nigga, like this, 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 the shit that we was on, man. I mean, man. this shit yeah. I do right now. <laughs> this, this, this the shit that we was on, you feel me? And it's a trip to see how nowadays it's like, yeah. we used to say, can I go outside? Now, if you tell your kid, man, y'all niggas go the fuck outside. Like, it's like you giving them a punishment or something. Yeah, or they want to be up under you. They want to be in the house. Some kids don't even know how to act outside, bro. That like, too. That too. You get them outside, and they don't know how to act. Like they act weird as fuck, strange. Like, mm-hmm. damn, do you know it's shit out here you can do instead of follow me around all day? Wow. <laughs> see, see, we we use our imagination. Yeah, if there's cops and robbers on TV, I'm gonna pick up the stick. Since I'm the one that got the stick, I'm the cop. You the robber, nigga. I'm finna chase you the fuck down. Uh, yeah, having fun. Y'all having fun with it though. See? And then you take turns. Oh. Or if we didn't have shit else, nigga, it's these rocks on the ground. Right. We finna throw rocks. And we we stayed by a fucking train track, so it wasn't nothing but rocks. We throwing rocks. We see who can hit each other the most, nigga. We throwing rocks. See how many motherfuckers windows got busted, man. <laughs> and then wow. the, once motherfuckers figure out if I got a handful of rocks and I throw it this <laughs> way, they gonna, they gonna hit everything over there. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was that shit was cool until That's you got hit like thirty five times, like, oh, like oh shit. 
That's called the shotgun. Little <laughs> <laughs> pellets and shit. That shit crazy, nigga. That shit crazy. Cause Some big rocks go at that, huh? Man, man whatever, I, I whatever shot him. Was I there. hit him with a shotgun. Whatever was there, man. <laughs> yeah. If it was some rocks, right, nigga, that's that's what's happening. You know what I mean? If we had football, I ain't man. Shit, we used to have hella fun back then, though. Hella fun, man. Like, this shit crazy. So fast forward, you know, you start to grow up out of that, and then uh, you start to hit, you know what I'm saying, like uh, middle school, junior high, high school, you start learning different shit. Life start changing. You start changing, you feel me? Especially branch off from each other, they yeah, especially you know, get further away from each other. Aunties move to different cities. Yeah, it's a whole bunch of different shit, man. And you then know, when everybody you, start, that's when you start catching yo. You know, you start identifying with who you gonna be. And, exactly, you know. Exactly, exactly. And by that time, up, niggas is thugging. You know what I'm saying? Cause motherfuckers ain't. Experienced a lot of shit in their life by that time and came up around certain motherfuckers that be certain ways and shit like that. So you develop a certain type of mentality, but to have that separation for whatever amount of time it was, you feel me, to come back and then to see like y'all mentalities matched up based on life experiences and, and, and all that type of shit. Most definitely. It's a beautiful feeling because it make you feel more connected because we came from a connected place. Yeah. Most definitely. So my question to you right now, cuz, is what made you decide to start rapping? What made me decide to start rapping? Yeah. Cause I remember after you came home, like, remember I had the uh, I had the double cassette boombox. Mm -hmm. You put the instrumental on the on top, the side, and then yeah. you put the other one in the bottom. And then we speak, we rap into the speaker, and we was yeah. making tapes. Already, we had a microphone, we plugged into it. And you was when you came home, you was already with the shit, and I was doing the shit. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. We, uh, well, y'all just collabed. I mean, yeah. shit. I would say. What really inspired me to really pick up a pen and paper would probably had to be Mr. Vicious. Okay. You know, that's the that's the originator, the nigga that started this T.O.P. shit. Okay. You know? Okay. True that. True that. It was me and this little brother, and we had, you know, shit heard a couple of the, of the original Troken players, the niggas who started the shit, mm -hmm. which was three, three motherfuckers, you feel me? Mm -hmm. Um, Mr. Vicious was part of the trio, and I think the first time I heard him actually on wax, I was just like, damn, this nigga raw than a motherfucker. Like, I mean, he was helping people out, you feel me? Like, two shorts and E-40s and fucking, he was helping people out, you know what I mean? So, I yeah. mean, shit. Rapping around and yeah, all the niggas was everybody out. Everybody was out. I mean, yeah. shit, you know, shit, a bunch of niggas we knew. You feel me? Yeah. Um, when I heard that nigga spit his first verse over, over some wax, man, it was just like, fuck. And then the shit that they was saying just 
made me adapt to it even more. You feel me? Because it's like, damn, I finally found somebody to feel what I feel or it resonated know, come, with. Yeah, you. come 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 from where I come from. You know, right, right, yeah, most definitely. And to me, that shit made a nigga feel great. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Actually, he inspired me to pick up a pen and paper. He told me, like, nigga, write that shit down. Nigga, fuck that freestyle and shit. You feel me? Yeah. I, before then, it was just, you know, just freestyle, freestyle. Doing freestyle, it just to do it. Just do it, just do it. He's like, yeah. you don't do it, nigga, be serious about it. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And shit, from then, shit, I went, shit, I just took that shit to the head and shit. I just... Every time I make a song, I try to write it down instead of just freestyling and right. putting the shit together. I try to, you know, make the hook, make the song, you feel me? Whether it be 8-bar hook, 16-bar verse, 16-bar hook, 8-bar verse, you feel me? Whatever the fucking case may be. I left, I left in 2000. Yeah. I came back in 2006. When I came back in 2006, you had a whole lightweight, like it was like an album that you played every weekend. Like you was rapping over Destiny Child beats, you was rapping over everybody beats and had songs basically to the face, nigga. And you was killing that shit. And every weekend, everybody and their mama would gather around and we'd be knocking to your shit. So you basically like took that shit and ran with it and that shit inspired me because cause I was doing my thing over here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then I came back with CDs and shit like, look, this is right, what I've been right. doing. You and feel no me? Kelly Young. You see, you came back with no little Kelly Young. And I was listening, I'm like, I was telling this nigga, like, man, you the voice of the town. Cause I'm listening to the shit that you saying and your cadence. On, on, on the way you carry the song and your style. And I was telling him, he was like, I don't know about all that voice of the town shit, man. You know what I mean? I'm just. I mean, I just, you know, shit. A lot of shit I, I rapped, uh, you know, shit, was a lot of shit that I picked up from Rob or a lot of shit that, you know, I picked up from TOP, period. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, they cadence, they style, they whatever. You feel me? It was just like that shit was fucking God to me. You feel me? Like every all things was T.O.P. to me. All things still is T.O.P. to me. You feel me? Hold on, time out before you finish that. Before you finish that thought, that's why I got this shit tatted right here. <laughs> hey, I got the shit twice too. That's why I got the shit tatted right here. Hey, most definitely. You know what I mean? Definitely. T.O.P. Cause right in. When I came home. This nigga was preaching T.O.P. Oh. I was thinking this was his shit. Didn't matter really if it was his shit or not. Yeah, shit. The yeah, general shit. It, the general did, was, it didn't matter was if it was. Thing. He, had, uh, he had to go sit down for a short while. Yeah. Um, but uh, but uh, you know I wasn't going to let it die. Shit. But, but it didn't I matter believed to in me. it that much. You feel me? It oh, didn't yeah. matter to yeah. me if it was his shit or not. Just the way he was. He got off on this shit, and then one day he was like, "Manny nigga, you T.O.P. too, nigga. I'm like, all right, oh. I fuck, nigga. It's my family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nigga, definitely. if you rocking with some shit, I'm rocking with some shit. And I'm thinking it's his shit. But even when he came and told me later on, he was like, nah, nigga.
nigga rap, he started shit, dude. I still was with it though. So much to the point where I tatted the shit in my blood. I'm yeah. like, shit. You know what I, I mean? mean? It's a movement. You feel me? Niggas just gotta hear about it and get on board. Shit. It always been a movement. The first time I heard it, it was a movement. It's the shit that struck in my soul. You feel me? Most definitely. That shit struck a chord with me. Definitely. Just by the way you spoke to it. And then when I finally got a chance to meet Rob, you feel me? It then was like, then you see it what I'm solidified yeah. everything which you have been, you know what I'm saying? So I, then I really felt proud of it. Like, nigga, nigga I'm was, part of this shit. My nigga got that shit to make you believe it. You feel me? I mean, it, it's not even so far as, as you believing in the shit. The shit is so fucking authentic. You don't yeah. have to believe in it. Okay. He gonna yep. spit it so universal. We gonna spit it so fucking universal to where everybody gonna feel it. It's me knowing you. It's me knowing you since Buck that made me believe in it. Cause I know you, and I know you not. You not the type of nigga. You ain't. You ain't no bandwagon. You ain't just ride no dicks and shit like you that. Like me? this is straight family. Like, you feel he me? ain't that type of motherfucker. Nah. Like he's I an mean, individual he's and he's strong in himself and comfortable yeah. in his own skin. His own man. I'm an individual. I'm strong in myself, comfortable in my own skin. I got my own style. I'm the type he got of his own style. Like this. But he said it in a way where it's like, it's like you know, this is something. Yeah. And I believe in it. You feel me? And then we was doing tracks together under T.O.P. before Rob came home. Yeah, uh-huh. and then when Rob came home, and then he was like, "This the general nigga. He the one that you feel me." Yeah, I was like, "Oh shit!" And then when I got to meet the nigga, then when the three of us got in there and did a T.O.P. collect, I said, Psh, "I'm all in, nigga." Mm. This shit made sense like a motherfucker, cause he just like right. us. Oh, I see. He got his own shit doing, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Comfortable in his own skin, and he got his own swag, all the shit. The same way he do. The same way I do. But then we true open players, though. Like, this some, this some, this some player shit. This, you feel this me? This is what it is. We got the mindset of, we take the game that was taught to us, and this is how I apply it. This is how he apply it. This is how he apply it. But we all apply it in similar ways, but we got that little touch of me. <laughs> Got that little touch that of drizzle. me up in there. You feel that me? That little drizzle. You feel me? He got that little touch of him. I got that little touch of me. He got that little... But then when we get on the track and he spit his verse, he, he spit his verse, I spit my verse. Like, we all talking about the same thing, but we all got that... That little drizzle. You feel me? Yeah, To where we stand out as individuals, but we all talking about the same thing and we all mesh like... You feel me? Mm-hmm. That shit go crazy. That shit go crazy, man. I mean, shit. To be honest, shit. A motherfucker like me be shit. I would consider myself shit privileged, nigga, even honored to be in the same class or even on the same track with a nigga like Mr. Bishop. You feel me? Hell yeah. Because the nigga is that good. I believe in him that much. You feel me? He really is. This is this is shit that fucked me up, like. 
the nigga be quoting our lyrics. Right. Wow. Like he'll spit our lyrics like, like we, he like, like we, he fans of us. He quote his shit like he can quote our shit right back to yeah. us. Yeah. Like we be quoting his shit like we listen to his shit. At least I do. You know what I mean? Shit, I listen to his shit every shit every day. We shit. listen to his <laughs> shit and be like, man, did you hear what this nigga said? Yeah, you feel me? And we quote that nigga shit and he do the same thing. Like he'll get on the phone and be like, yo, nigga, when you was saying this, when you was saying that, nigga. What type of mind space was you in? Nigga? That shit go like, ooh, like, hold on, time out, nigga. When you said this, nigga. When you said that, nigga. Did you hear the whole way? Like, nigga, you on this verse, you sound this way. On that verse, you is like a whole nother nigga. Yeah, shit. My baby mama even dig that shit, man. She be listening to that shit. That shit go crazy. But then I don't know, man. It's just to me. To me, I feel like. I feel like that shit was meant to be, man. I feel like that shit was meant to be, man. I don't know, man. Shit, I'm just happy my man's on top. You feel me? Like, doing this thing right now. Most like, definitely. For real, for real, shit. Like, I mean, shit, I'm going to continue to write to these beats and shit. Niggas sending motherfuckers and, uh, you know what I mean? Continue remember, to, remember to when I used to tell you? Shit. Remember but, when uh, I used to tell you you got the studio and shit? Yeah. And we, we should be dropping albums? I mean, shit, yeah. You said you was just trying to do it for this, that, or whatever. You feel me? I mean, All shit. bullshit to the side. The reason why I said that to you, though, is because I was listening to your music. I was listening, and if you could... I mean, I always could, just had fun with it, bro. It wasn't nothing that I wanted to make a profession or no shit. You feel me? It don't matter, man. If you could go back... If you had them CDs now, if you could go back and listen to you and, and the way you rode the beat, the way you carried the beat, the way you laid the song out. Like, let me tell you a story this nigga forgot about. We was, I don't know, 16, 17, 18. We did a song called Money at the Top. Because, uh... It was money at the top. Yeah, it was a. Uh, it was Warren G did a song called "Lonely at the Top," and I had the instrumental, oh. but I switched the hook from "Lonely money at, at the, the Top" money to the "Money top. at the Top." Right? Oh. Money at the top. Money, money at the top. top money yeah. at the top. You know what it is. I remember that shit. So we was 16, 17, and this is when I had double cassette radio, and this is how we was making music at the time. Like, we'll put the instrumental in here, we put the blank tape in there, or if it ain't a blank tape, you put the little toilet paper in this little piece, that piece, you put it in, you could record over whatever tape it was, even if you bought it out of stuff. <laughs> like, that was... So a nigga have a Dash Dillinger yeah. tape, nigga, with tissue on the top of that motherfucker, you know it's some T.O.P. shit. You could, re you could record <laughs> right over that shit. Nigga, put a motherfucking piece of mask no tape shit. on that motherfucker and... Right with a pen, nigga. So, T.O.P. Or we, shit, back then, before... Oh, my bad. I didn't mean to interrupt your story. Nah, it's good. It's good. We So, this how we used to make music. Cause we mm -hmm. used to record over tapes that I bought. like Or tapes that he bought. Or, you know what I mean? Like, tapes you could buy out the store. Like, if you couldn't go afford to go buy no blank tape out the store, you could make a blank tape, nigga. Just put some little toilet paper in these two little grooves. 
And you could record right over that shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's why when they put the barcode on that shit, they broke them shits off. <laughs> you're not going to hear none of that shit while yeah. on your shit. You're going to hear the beat that's in the top part, and you're going to hear that shit that you recorded in the second you part. you they whole shit. So we did the song Money at the Top, right? And I forgot. I forgot. Uh. I forgot my verse. I had two verses on the song. He had two verses on the song. But he had wrote this verse that was so motherfucking cold that I never forgot the shit. No, not that one. It's when uh, you came on, you was like, I got to be a square because I don't smoke weed or sell coke. I'm supposed to be a punk. You got the game fucked up. My intellect will let you know I ain't a scrub your pigeon hoe. The youngest nigga that you know trying to see a millimo. Living in the studio, dropping hits for show. Platinum shit to put that Lex on my wrist and things on that six. You tell me not to switch a holla ball of shit. Nigga, picture this. Me and Manny in the mix. Turn your set to 53 and see the T.O.P. click running shit. Like, nigga. Okay. <laughs> like nigga, nigga how you remember we that, were like bro. 16 17 like, like I, I used to rewind that, that shit bro. i used to rewind that shit listen to that shit every money at the top money, money at the, the top, top. Money i could just remember that hook bro yeah no way and it was on the warren g beat that's all i can remember yeah Dang. i used to rewind that you shit. probably got a fucking tape laying around here that shit too. that shit was motherfucking that shit was a hit bro from some teenagers, yeah, I nigga. That shit, yeah. From I some be teenagers, bro. I'm supposed to be a punk. You got the gang fucked up. My intellect will let you know I ain't a scrubby pigeon, nope. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The youngest nigga ever click trying to see a millimoto. <laughs> bro, that shit was, nigga. That shit was a hit record. It was a motherfucking classic. Did by youngest. And my shit, my shit did his shit justice. You know what I'm saying? Like, my shit wasn't weak or nothing, but I love the way, because at the time, you was working at Target. Uh, uh, Walmart. No, wait a minute. Kmart. Super Kmart. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were working at Target. I was just finna have Mariah. I was fresh home. Just finna have Mariah. Yeah. You was, was trying to get your driver's license. Like, off a little five-year bid and way. You, yeah. you was trying to get yeah. your driver's license right before you had bought that first box shelf. Yeah. You know what I mean? You was riding the motherfucking mountain bike. We was both riding mountain bikes at the time. Yeah, shit. I used to, I used yeah. to ride my mountain bike every day to fucking work. And you, you come, you came through eighty seven. We be downstairs and we be doing our thing in my room. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's I how I remember that shit. Like it was special. And then that's what ultimately led up to us almost getting signed by Too Short. Yeah. Cause we was chilling on the on the spot one day, you know. Niggas selling coke out here, hundred miles an hour. You got the dice game for five dollars a game, or no, 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 not the dice. You got the domino game over there for five dollars a game. Boom! You got the dice game going on right here. You got Barber Dame cutting his for five dollars a head right here. You know what I'm saying? Shit, every second was rolling back then. It, it might be a barbecue popping. You know what I'm saying? A couple houses down for the block, and, and mind you, shit, we got aunties up and down the block. Up and down the oh, block, man. bro. The whole block was fair. You yeah. got Junior and Terrell, and them the old the, the little apartment. Kind 
complex right there. Quincy, you know what I mean? Shit. Quincy mm-hmm. right across street, grandma and them like Michelle, your sister. She right there she right where here. Maya and them. Donna Auntie Valerie Janelle stayed across there. street right yeah. there. You know what I mean? Donna staying right there with Danny and Janelle. Granny house right there. All the way down the block up and down yeah, the block. Up and down the block. Like, it was us. All eighty second just. It was us. You feel me? And and the nigga V that was selling the plug, like he was out here one day, me and me and this nigga, we out there chilling, drinking, smoking, whatever. And that nigga like, man, ain't anybody out here could rap? Shit, we like, yeah, nigga, he like spit something. I spit something. He was like, oh shit, that shit dope. He was like, who else? I'm like, man, my cousin could spit too. I'm like, man, keep this nigga spit. He was like, hey, I know too short. We like, man, fuck out of here, bro. I think that's the first time I met Dog, yeah. He was like, man, wow. you know, too short. He was like, man, fuck out of here. He was like, nah, I'm going to call, if I call that nigga and say, yeah, I, like, I know somebody could like spit. When I first met him. He was like, man, y'all niggas will spit for that nigga. He was like, yeah, nigga, if you could make it happen, nigga, we'll make it happen. Because mm. at that time, you got to remember, like, we... Shit, we, we went all the way to San Jose to the studio. Yeah, yes, shit. we did. We y'all doing your own thing. Y'all, y'all. Nah, this was during this 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 interaction took us oh, to San okay. Jose. Okay. Yeah, because so, it was so too short. Too short studio. studio was in San Jose oh. at the time. Yeah. Man, tell that nigga, man. That shit yeah, was yeah. Crazy. Too short studio was in San Jose at the time, and um, that nigga V, the nigga who you talking about, the new dog originally. Mm-hmm. Had wind up taking us to um, San Jose, where me and Manny, they let us do I think two songs a piece, and shit, we went in there and killed that shit fire. I forgot exactly what motherfucker spit. I know I spit some T.O.P. shit, and then I spit um, one song of mine, and shit like probably about an hour later. That nigga sent somebody in there with some paperwork, nigga asking us if we wanted to sign the contract. Now the contract was paper ass thin. <laughs> First oh, yeah. off, you feel me? Yeah. And this back when Rap and Run and Dangerous Crew and all that shit was put together though. You feel me? Okay, yeah. That's so you still had motherfuckers out there like the delinquents, motherfucking the Who Ride. It was a it was a bunch of motherfuckers signing little youngsters and shit. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Spice. Um it was it was a gang of people signing youngsters at the time. And shit. We had let V look over the contracts and once he looked over the contract shit, he was more or less like, man, y'all niggas gonna sign this shit. <laughs> nah nah, it was it was uh They came back with the contracts the next day. And they was like, y'all sign this, and then y'all sign the show, and this y'all record deal type shit. This shit was like two and pages then, thick. Yeah, it was. This shit was hella thin, bro. It, it was like, it wasn't. It was, and then we as V. It wasn't no good deal, whatever the fucking case may be. We, we didn't even read the shit, because we as V, we like, yo, so you part of this shit too? And but then you know what, was though? like, nah. He was like, nah, if y'all you know sign that, that's just on y'all. I don't got nothing to do with it. And then we was like, well, shit. If you the one that took us up there. You feel me? Like, if, so, if the nigga that put us on ain't going to be part of the shit, we not going to fuck so with it. So we was looking like, you know, shit, V be the manager. Yeah. And, you know, and he, he, be he was like, he was like, them niggas ain't got me in there nowheres. 
We was like, fuck it. But you remember the song that we did in the studio? I can't. I know we. I know it I spit a T.O.P. song. Niggas it from was the your town, hook. So saucy. Yep. Niggas from the town. So yeah, that's a T.O.P. Saucy. Motherfucker yeah. better back up off me. Oh, I remember man. that. And then um, I spit another song. I can't remember what it was, though. Yeah, we did two of them. We did two of them. I don't remember what the second one is either, but I remember we had worked on Niggas from the Town So Saucy because I was doing the ad-libs mm-hmm. behind the hook. You be like, Niggas from the Town So Saucy, yeah, Saucy, uh, eat the motherfucker. You know, Dovey. Rob wrote that hook. Word? Yeah. I never knew that shit. Mm-hmm. I thought that was your hook. Nah, that's Rob. I didn't know that shit. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Shout out to my nigga, Mr. Vicious. Hell yeah, shit. I tell you, that nigga, been, he been putting it in for a minute. Mm-hmm. Straight the fuck on out. I think that's a T.O.P. hood. Nigga from the town, so saucy. That's a clean ass song, too. Motherfucker need to bring that shit back. Mm-hmm. But shit, the cold part about that is the only motherfucker that got the recording of it is two shows. Fast forward. When you working at YU, you got time to spend with the nigga. And y'all spent time together and you didn't even remember that um, he knew that he knew me. He didn't remember where from until I told him. Yeah. Um, Shit, cut to one of my birthdays. I think it was like my 20... What year birthday was that that we had the staff retreat? And we wind up going up to the cabin and shit. I wasn't and there show, yet. Yeah, oh, okay, I, I you probably wasn't, wasn't on board yet. I wasn't there yet. But anyway, shit, me and Dog, we played, uh, shit, we was on teams playing dominoes. It was my birthday. And shit, we was serving niggas on the table, too. And shit, that's when me and him kind of sparked up our own little one-on-one relationship, you know? Right. Motherfucker, you know, start recognizing the nigga as being an individual or whatever, you feel me? Right. Or one of the part of the clique or whatever the fuck you want to call it, you feel me? Mm-hmm. And shit. He knew that he knew me, but he didn't just, he didn't know where from until I told him that day. But, uh, shit. On my birthday that day, everything turned out cool, though, man. The nigga hit. He was fucking, um, he was promoting... He was promoting, I think, Remy at the time. I don't know. I think it was a bunch of liquor stores with that nigga picture in there, him and Remy. And the nigga had brought a big-ass fucking box of that shit up there. Had that shit in the cooler. Oh, shit. Man, shit, we got fucked up. Did you? bitches in the pool. Did Motherfuckers playing volleyball. We got fucking cabins all around us and shit. We up there playing bones and shit. Man, shit. It was a good day. I believe it, but Remy, nigga, woo, I remember my Remy days, boy. Remy gets you fucked up. Mm-hmm. I still drink that. That's the only drink I can drink to this day. Remy Martin? They don't have me all fucked up and shit. Yeah, most definitely. Remy, like, I'd rather drink Remy than Henny. Remy, sure. And I got a Henny head on. That's crazy. Wow. Remy, <laughs> Remy, Remy got memories for me, like, Wendell Funeral. When you said Wendell's? Mm-hmm. Wendell, rest in peace, my nigga. 20, yep. 23rd. Yep. Yep. And the cold part about it is, like, the the night he got killed, like, a car full of bitches rode up in front of the store on 83rd, right? Yeah. 
And I seen the bitches. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you say this, damn, like, you know how many fucking solid niggas got killed right there on 83rd, bro? Man. Look at Miami. Motor knocking fucking cow. Shit. Motor knocking cow. And DC, DC. Now, see, this is the crazy part because the the story that I was gonna get to involved both DC and Wendell. It was the crazy part is because the car full of bitches rode up, and I'm coming out the stove on 83rd. I'm coming out the stove, and I go to rush my head in the passenger window. I just see a car full of bitches. I go to rush my head in the window. This nigga come from this way. Me and this nigga, like, we bump heads like headbutt. Bam! Because we both trying to stick our head in the window at the same mm-hmm. time. So we bump heads like, oh, my bad, nigga. Ooh, and then we go back and stick both our heads in the window. Like, hey, bitch, what's up with it? Like, what y'all finna get into? We sitting there. We Fuck the fact that we just headbutted, nigga. Yeah. We hollering at these bitches, nigga. Yeah, like, mind you. Yeah, and then at the same time, while we starting this little rap yeah. shit, nigga, we, sit, we still selling dope. We ain't got no yeah. cabs, no yeah. shit, yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. I mean, I got, the little night, I got the night shit over at fucking Super Kmart, but that shit ain't paying the rent. Because yeah. now I got two kids and, and, and a, uh, a baby mama trying to be a wife. Yeah. Yeah, we was we was definitely still selling dope like a motherfucker. And Wendell was the nigga that came out with the solid twenty five, start killing the game. It was like, man, when Wendell out, man, that y'all shit. niggas take an hour off. We was doing that shit. And in all West the knocks finna go to him. Like, shit. We was doing that shit in West Oakland. Solid twenty fives. We was doing that shit in West Oakland before we came to eighty third with that shit. We was selling. 50 rocks, 25s, all that shit. Well, really, my older brother and Rob, them niggas used to, you know what I mean, work, work in the house and shit, mm. selling, selling work. No, I just mean, uh, I just mean at that time. Them quota, them quota rocks, I ain't gonna lie, because everybody that had 50 all the time, nigga, was the thing to do. Damn. And that's what he came with. Like, he brought that shit over there to the shadies. Cause before that, yeah, before that, it was like now, see, mind you though, cause see, eighty thirty is like a freelance spot. Then you got he somebody came with the solid twenty fives, and nigga, we was out there with dimes. Now, mind you, you know this, right? Eighty third is a freelancer spot. Yeah, yeah. You got motherfuckers from everywhere. You got niggas from Sabrani. You got niggas, from, niggas the from everywhere on that you got motherfucker. Niggas but from BGF. You got niggas from. Cooey, you got it's everybody on that corner, bro. But you gotta think about it like but this: everybody's in their own little individual circles. Uh, no, but not just so that. You gotta think block. about it like but this, though. If you they out collectively there, come together. If you out there, if you out there selling dope, if you out there selling dope, you in competition with whoever out there. You feel me? So if you smart, you gonna. Know what this nigga rocks look like with everybody. You gotta know what everybody. So you know where you fit in at. Because sometimes if you can't compete right here, you just need to fall back. Let them niggas get their bundle off and then you. Because it was enough money for everybody. Yeah, you niggas were gonna be out there twenty four hours a day. I mean, some exactly. niggas did, but some so niggas, you gotta you know. know where you fit in. And then if 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 you felt like, okay, I'm going to be out here during these same hours as this nigga, and this is what he got. You got you you to gotta be able to compete with that. At least, it, you got to at least try to match. Had the same, yeah. You got to at least try to match. Fucking nigga do better. Shit. Or else, 
You just gonna be sitting there with that shit until mm-hmm. this nigga shit is gone. You might as well been sitting home whatever anyway, you cause do, you nigga. can't get your shit off until this nigga going out any motherfucking way. Whatever you, know you what do, mean? nigga, don't have a motherfucking. So the, the first time I ever knocked out a fiend. <laughs> that, shit, that shit was that shit was like that, but it was it was fun though. Motherfucker was mad, nigga. He was selling me some dangle. Nigga came oh, to me like, nigga, famous. why yo? Why your brother keep telling me this bullshit? He was famous for Nigga, what the fuck you gonna be arguing about that shit, folks? Nigga, I told you three times already. Stop fucking with that nigga. <laughs> Candle wax and baking soda. That was that nigga bagel. twist. Candle Hell wax time, and baking bro. soda. Like, bro. you keep falling for this shit, nigga? He, mm. I watched I that nigga that cook shit, up $1,300 worth of that shit. I was fresh out of holiday fish, nigga, was with a fat-ass plate. Man, this nigga stopped me, man. I'm trying to eat, sitting up on the motherfucking... Matter of fact, I'm sitting on top of a trash can trying to eat. Damn. Dude, that's how crowded it was out there. Yeah. Yeah, it was hella motherfuckers. Hella. Yeah. But, but, but going back to the story, though, so we bump heads trying to get our... Our heads in the car, like to highlight these bitches. Boom, he get he get a number, I get a number. Boom, we trying to set this shit up for later on the night. Boom, we get the number. Boom, the the bitches go in the store, get what they gonna get, get in the car. Boom, they bounce the fuck off. They on their way to apartment C. He bounce off in another motherfucking direction. I go back to 82nd. I'm I'm chilling on April porch. April house was the crack house. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you give her a couple of rocks, and you can sit there and grind all day. Right, right. Cause she smoked. You know what I mean? Yeah, VB in the kitchen cooking up. Out there shit. <laughs> VB in the kitchen you know, cooking you know, up. You know this shit. You know this shit on the internet, right? Yeah, but this old shit, they can't do nothing about it now. <laughs> I know they can't do nothing about it now, nigga, but damn, what about the people? <laughs> oh, man, shit, they <laughs> what done What if she ain't smoking no more? No, they, exactly, they done moved on, everybody living different lives. You know <laughs> <what I'm> <laughs> <saying>? <laughs> this nigga just throwing it in. Yeah. I had to and, tell and, you the and, whole family. Like, it ain't like I, it ain't like I, it ain't like I gave a description of what she looked like or what her last name, her <laughs> middle name, her social security number, yeah, like... Definitely. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like you don't know who the Manny fuck I'm talking about. So I go back over there <laughs> and a couple hours later, DC, God rest his soul, come back telling me that Wendell just got killed. Wow. Going back to the Remy, so me and DC is riding up into the East Oakland Cemetery and we smoke weed and we drinking Remy. Mm-hmm. We signed the book and shit, and then after after the service was over, DC asked Wendell's dad, like, you know, can he have, he had the room, but like, he like, can he have some? Can mm-hmm. he have some? And he was like, yeah. So he poured a little bit in there, and then he put the cork in it, and then he reached down with his arm to drop the bottle and when he dropped the bottle the neck broke off and all the drink poured out and so when we was riding home me and dc he was like it's like the nigga was telling me it's not enough i want some more that shit always stuck with me that nigga went in with that type of motherfucker too you feel me like that nigga was hella funny Oh no, man. That's the only it nigga. He be driving funny. down the street. Like I know that, that nigga Err was hurt when that shit happened. You feel me? 
This nigga window dried up the street straight. Don't hit nothing. No cars, nothing. Be looking in the back seat talking shit to you like, man, y'all little niggas don't know me. Man, y'all motherfuckers. Y'all I know that nigga. Like, man, stop me. talking to me like that, 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 that bro. Like, nigga, we gonna fight, nigga. Hey, 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 so the nigga window gave, so gave me a heat in that hash, nigga. We ain't know what to do with that shit, nigga. We was smoking that shit, nigga. We Damn. was rolling that shit, trying to snow. We was doing all type of shit with that shit, but we could not get out. Damn. I'm like, man, you show me some hash. <laughs> man, you got y'all some boobos. Some brown sugar. And you got y'all some, some boobos from oregano. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it was some hash, though. But, uh, shit, me and didn't know how to use the shit at the time. Shit. And yeah. we figured out you sprinkle that shit over the weed, nigga. Oh, yeah. Fucked up. But, man, we was fucking trying. Hello, a different way. We were trying to smoke that shit by itself. We had just rolled straight powder in the zigzag yeah. at one time. Like, God, did we just smoke the shit like this or what? <laughs> when you young, when you young, you be trying to figure like, that shit out. That shit, shit, yeah, it was brown and powdery. It looked like, oh, damn, okay. it looked like heroin. Okay, yeah. But, man. We didn't know what to do with that shit, bro. <laughs> we had a whole zip of that shit, too, dude. We was wasting that shit. Damn. <laughs> that nigga gave us the whole zip of that shit wrapped up in some foil. That nigga was cold as fuck, bro. Rest in peace, my nigga. Yeah, yeah. Rest in peace. We like, as long as we live, man, your memory gonna be alive, man. Real talk. That's to all my father soldiers, though. You know? All of them. I'm gonna make sure all of them get, you know, definitely okay. represented well. I got I got a mean story about me and DC too. You know, me and DC was finna ride steady mobbing. Yeah. Until the bitch Maya and them fucking snitch stones. Tell my old school brown. Yeah, the, them, them the little hoes. Yeah, that lived upstairs right there where Ralph and Michelle used to live at. Yeah, that's my old school brown. Man, that bitch and her motherfucking punk ass sister told them niggas, it was like, man, they gonna get y'all when y'all come back. They had just signed a no limit and shit, and they came through earlier that day, and they was flossing their little diamond Rolex and shit, shit and trying to hand CDs out their motherfucking trunk. The they nigga, was up there with the bros. Yeah, and the yeah. nigga Dame, God rest his soul, he came down the street and told me in D.C., like, man, y'all know these niggas up here, wooty wop, wooty woo, we like shit, nigga. What's up? He yeah. like, they taking these bitches. These hood rat ass mud duck ass bitches, <laughs> and they finna go and they gonna come back with the shit, nigga. What you, you talking want? About the nigga Dane Pope. Yeah. Oh. So we like, so we like, what you want for the lick? He like, mm -hmm. man, just give me anything. Woo -woo. So we like, all right, nigga. We waited all day. We waited all day for these niggas to come back in the white Cadillac. It about. Like 12, 1 o'clock in the morning. We still sitting on the porch. Wow. Waiting for these niggas. DC got the AK right here. Boy, mm -hmm. I got the 9 right here. Bang. We see, we see the, uh, we see the Cadillac hit the corner. From the, uh, the Allen Temple old folk home. And they hit the corner coming down 82nd. Mm -hmm. We like, oh, that's them. Boom, we zipping up. We getting ready. Man. As soon as them niggas park in front of the shit, I bounce off the porch. I run across the street so I can catch from this side. He supposed to come from the street on this side. Mm -hmm. As soon as they stop, she hop out the car. She see DC coming across the street like this. She see me coming from like, She's like, y'all go, baby. 
It's dedicated to the two bitches who became suspicious to give us the circumstances <laughs> pending so there couldn't be a legend. Niggas was offended to portray the role of victim with. <laughs> I wrote a whole rap about that shit. Wow. This nigga spit wow. It's dedicated. Shit, they, was there, they was there a couple times though, way before that shit even happened. Shit. I know, but they we didn't stayed know. the whole night and hell of shit. Yeah, we didn't know. We wasn't paying attention to motherfuckers. Yeah. But on that particular day. You know, that nigga DC hella crazy, bro. That nigga, Man. That nigga got into a shootout with my OG homie from 85, uh, right there, 83rd. That nigga, man. Him, him, him and my big homie. That nigga, man. Got nigga from across the street, nigga. Wow. One nigga was by uh, Ebony Beauty Supply. The other nigga was over there, over there by the uh, mailbox. Niggas were just dumping on each other. Nigga from across the street for hell long, bro. Damn, there a five minute shootout, damn near. Damn. <laughs> Before anybody man. came. <laughs> Rest in peace, DC. That nigga made it. He gave Wendell the deuce, deuce. He shot Mac Lloyd seven times with. He shot Mac Lloyd seven times with a deuce deuce from a gun he got from DC and DC motherfucking always sat there and told me like, oh, it's something wrong with Mac Lloyd. Cause Mac Lloyd used to walk up and down the street talking to his motherfucking self. Like yeah. after after he survived, mm-hmm. nigga Mac Lloyd. I'm Mac motherfucking Lloyd. I told them niggas. Ooh, ooh. He be talking to his motherfucking to walking himself. in the middle of the street. Wow. You can't tell that nigga shit. Whoa. You can't tell him nothing. Yeah. Nigga that died and came back. If he didn't give yeah, a fuck yeah. before he got shot. Nigga. He don't give two fucks there. God rest they souls, man. These niggas from the hood, man. God rest they souls, bro. Yeah, man. Most definitely. That shit crazy. And then check this shit out too. I'm going uh I'm gonna do an extra segment to this show because we barely just getting started. This hour just went past hella fast. So yeah, yeah. I'm gonna add an extra segment to this show. So it's gonna be a break after the next three minutes. It's gonna be a break, and then the show is gonna come back on. In this same episode. So y'all stay tuned. I got more money in the motherfucking building. Hey. Of course, I'm no low Calion. And we got my man Jay in this motherfucker too, bruh. Most definitely. So we finna keep this shit going real quick, real fast one time. And this is gonna be a two-hour motherfucking episode. So y'all keep it tuned. You know what I'm saying? All bullshit to the side. It's the No Low Calion Real Shit Roundtable, and all you getting is some real shit. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Raw and uncut. Man, ain't no other way to be. That's right. Ain't no other way. This is a smoke break, break, yeah. We can do that. I just need to wait for these two minutes to run out so that I can time the uh Oh shit, it's all good shit. You know, I need a time the other one to right, coincide with the handle that. Handle that. Yeah, eat your sandwich, little daddy. In case y'all didn't hear him before, my, my son was sitting here, a part of the episode, being loud and laughing and doing his little thing. That's a little JR right there, huh? Yes, it is. That's a little JR. I don't want to call him Junior though. I want him to have his own identity, but uh-huh. you you're not wrong. 
Oh yeah, yeah, most definitely. That's your first son. First son. You're not first wrong. Son. Biologically, yes. Yeah. But it's not my first son because I don't got no stepkids. All my kids is my kids. You feel yeah, me? Uh, most definitely. Most definitely. All my kids is my kids. But biologically, yes. That that is him. It's my little daddy. It's my little daddy. And my little daddy. Tell me to look. That's my <laughs> shit. This nigga trying to tell me to look at my shit. Already, yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Four years old, think he in charge. Yeah, you only four? Yeah. Wow. And he all on his tablet, just having a good old time, minding his own little business. Like, why you want to interfere with my shit? <laughs> he don't really even care what we doing. 